This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey, Valerie, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Logan, thank you so much for having me on. So tell us about how you got into photography and SEO. So I got into photography, I want to say I was about like four years old. I used to beg my grandma to get me a disposable camera. And every time we'd go visit family in San Antonio, Corpus, and Austin, I would be like, I need a disposable camera and I'm going to need like five because I can go through one in like 10 minutes. (laughs) So I always had like love for photography. And whenever I would finish like all of my disposable cameras, I'd be like, all right, it's time to go to Walgreens and get them developed. (laughs) And I had like this whole album and like box of like loose developed photos. And we actually found them while we're going through our storage unit back home this past Christmas. And it was so cool showing my husband like all of them. And, but when I really got into photography and started paying and like charging clients, is when my husband got me my first DSLR for our one year anniversary. And I remember like talking to my best friend, I'm like, Michael just got me this cool camera and I don't know what to do with it. And she's like, (laughs) and she was already a photographer at the time. And she's like, Val, get into photography. Like you love it. What could go wrong? She was like, just do it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I started researching, like finding hacks on Pinterest And within like two to three months, I was charging people and I made my business legal. That is so exciting. I love that you took something that you, you know, were passionate about as a child and now it is your career as an adult. Yeah. And I think what took me a long time was, you know, we grew up poor, so my parents couldn't afford a real camera for me. And so I had to do the disposable thing like when I was (laughs) younger. And then once, you know, I got older I just really didn't do it anymore because I just felt like disposables were weird and, you know, cool people don't have disposables. They have real cameras. (laughs) So whenever my husband surprised me with it for our one year anniversary, I was like, okay, this is insane. Like I'm about to have a business, like I'm about to make this a reality. And I did. So with my photography business came my love for SEO. My husband moves every two to three years the first duty station that we were at, he was on, well, I was only there with him for a year. He was there for two. And the second duty station that we were at, we were only there for two and a half years. So during that duty station is when I started my business. And when he came down with orders, we didn't know where we were going yet. And we had six weeks before our moving date to pack our house, make sure all of our dogs were good to go because we didn't know where we were going yet. The army wasn't going to tell us until he was at military school for recruiting. So I think I had a total of four weeks to transition my house, get it on the market to get it rented out and move my business all while my husband was still at school, like a lot of states away. I was in South Georgia and he was in Northern Western Kentucky. So 
here goes Val, like diving in, like, how do I move my business from Georgia all the way to Pennsylvania, where we were moving to? And I quickly learned that besides, you know, getting yourself out there on like Facebook groups and Instagram, you really have to prepare your website to move. So I dove in headfirst and listened to a lot of free content on YouTube and just started implementing it in my business. And within two weeks, I was able to get on the first page for Strasbourg Birth Photographer. And when I Googled myself, I was like, what? Is that me? Am I on there? So it was very exciting to see that. And that's where like my love began. I was like, dude, if I could do it, like I could do it every single time we move. And we just recently moved from PA to New Jersey in November. And once I found out that we were moving here, I was like, that's it. Like, I got to get on there for a New Jersey birth photographer. And within a week, I was on there. And I remember texting my best friend. I was like, dude, you will not believe it. And she's like, Val, you have to teach this stuff. Like, you're a genius. So that's how my love for SEO and photography started. That is amazing. I know so many people that have worked for months and months to get on the first page of Google. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially when there's so much that goes into SEO, which kind of leads me to my next question for you. There are so many photographers that will just avoid learning about SEO because it seems so overwhelming. So what advice would you give them? It can be overwhelming. I remember sitting down, you know, two years ago and be like, why, why are we moving again? (laughs) First of (laughs) all, and how am I going to move my business? And I will say some of the few things that I did learn was finding what keywords you want to use. And the platform that I used, Google has a lot of free resources that I don't think people realize. So I use Google Keyword Planner and on there, it ranks the keywords that you're wanting to rank for. It's, I think it's like high, medium, and low. And you don't want to go for the highest keywords because that's where the most competition is at. You kind of want to stay in the middle and low areas. So that's what I did. I went in and got all of the keywords that I needed and I implemented them into my copy organically because whenever Google sends in little spiders every couple of days to look at your website and when they do that, they kind of collect data and they collect how your like, is your website full of valuable content? And if you have those keywords in every single page of your website, then Google's going to recognize it as good content, valuable content, and it's going to bump it up pages. So I recommend using the free resource that Google gives you, which is Google Keyword Planner. And just go through, like, let's say that you are, you know, Atlanta birth photographer. So if you go on there and Atlanta birth photographer is one of the high rankings and you can start going to your county, the smallest cities, like the suburbs around there and see what those are ranking on and then implement them into your copy organically. You don't want to go on there and spam it. I see a lot of photographers put in their keywords like at the bottom of each page and they're like, oh, hashtag, you know, wedding photographer, hashtag this, hashtag that. Google doesn't like that. (laughs) It may work for a little bit. And I also see a lot of photographers go in and hide keywords. 
I was guilty of that when I first started my website about four years ago. And then whenever I went into the SEO, like whole of like looking up everything, I realized that Google doesn't like that. They can actually penalize you. So don't hide your keywords and don't spam your website with keywords. You have to put them in there organically or not. Google's not going to boost up your page. That kind of leads me right into what I was going to ask you next, which is what mistakes do you see photographers make in regards to SEO? So I know you just kind of touched on two. Are there any other, you know, really big ones that we should be aware of? One other thing is a lot of photographers don't realize that they have broken links. And whenever Google goes in there and sends in their spiders or their bots, they're not going to value your website because it has broken links. A good way to find out if you have broken links or if there's anything wrong with your website is using the free resource that Google gives you. It's called Google Search Console. And in order for you to have a Google Search Console account, you have to have a Google Analytics account and you have to connect your domain to it. So if you were to go in to Google Search Console and you had broken links, it would let you know. And then you fix them that way, Google can recognize your website as good content and valuable content. And then the same thing, hiding keywords or spamming your website with keywords. You don't want to do that because they're not going to rank your website high. So in regards to blogging and keywords, is there anything specific that our listeners should be doing as they're blogging to fit in those keywords? Yeah. So Obviously, putting it into your copy organically. I always like to introduce myself as the expert in that area as a photographer. So whenever I start off a blog, I'll put the name of the blog. And then on the bottom, I put New Jersey birth photographer. And then I start blogging whatever I'm going to be blogging, whether it be a maternity style guide or, you know, three photos that you should have captured at your next birth, why you should hire a birth photographer, I put my keyword organically into all of that, but on WordPress, there is a part on there where you can add different keywords. So whenever I connected my Google search console, Google search console also shows you the keywords that people are looking to find your website. So when I logged in there, I hadn't logged in like a while. It said Northeast birth photographer. And I'm like, okay, I don't remember using this on any of my website stuff. So I go and I like put Northeast birth photographer and I'm on there. So I click what it was and it was actually a blog that I had written like a while back that I had embed that keyword into my WordPress. So yeah, having a blog is definitely essential for your SEO. That's good to know. I always struggle with writing out my blog posts and getting, you know, staying up with it. But I do know, like you just said, it is extremely important. So put that on your list if you're listening. (laughs) So with moving around so much, I know that you've had to stay on top of your SEO. Can you give our listeners some advice on how to do that when you're moving to another city or state or country? (laughs) Yeah. So I always give myself time to prepare. I like to open a Google Doc where I have it open so that I can write down all of the keywords. And for my own like sanity, I like to put, you know, where they're ranking on there so that if I do come back a month later, I know which ones to use. And I know that I don't have to go back and research anymore. I always give myself six months. The last time I moved from Georgia to PA, I had five to four weeks. So like, if you know that you're moving and you have 
six, five, four months, I would get on it now. That way you can launch your website at least two to three months before you're moving and you can start gaining traffic to your website from that area. I think that is such a good piece of advice because a lot of people will think, oh, once I, you know, moved to my new state and get settled in, I'll start working on all that. But yeah, it's something that you really do have to work, you know, before it happens. <laughs> right. Yes, you definitely do. Because a mistake that I see a lot of photographers do when they're moving is they're like, oh, I have time. I'll do it when I get there. But when they get there, they're like, well, why am I not booking? Right. And I'm like, well, <laughs> when did you start your SEO, like transitioning your SEO? And they're like, oh, well, I haven't done that. And I'm like, okay, well, you should start doing that now. Like you should have done it two months ago. So I definitely always recommend, especially I work with a lot of photographers that are military spouses. And like, I understand you get orders from one day to another. And sometimes it could be you're moving in four weeks or you're moving in a year. So as soon as you get orders and you know where you're going, I will say, start working on that like as soon as possible. Yeah. So if there were two things that our listeners should do today to get started, what would you recommend? Make sure their images are sized properly because if they are not sized properly, the load time will be very low. So you could lose people that way that land on your website. So if I were to land on your website and I'm trying to see the carousel or the gallery of the photos that are going through and like I see one and then another one is like blank. And I see another one, I'm immediately turned off. I'm like, right. Like, definitely. Yeah. I'm hopping off. I'm going to go to the next person in line on Google and Google search biters will also look at that as not valuable content and they won't rank your website high. So I recommend staying between 1500 pixels to 2,500 pixels. That's also what Squarespace recommends. So I would recommend staying in between there and then also have a Google analytics account to track your traffic. That is very important because you want to make sure where your audience is coming from, whether they're coming organically, direct, or social media. If you're getting a lot of people from social media, then you know that you're something you're doing something right there. And then you need to start working on actually making your website better so that you can start getting people from there. They also have a really cool like feature where it shows you your bounce rate. And it actually shows you also where people are like falling off of your website. So let's say you have a lot of people on your homepage and then only like a certain percentage move on to your gallery and then they move on to your investment. And then after that, like there's nothing on the contact page. That means that you're losing people somewhere in between there and you need to find out where you're losing them. Because if you're not like, cause then nobody's going to book you and nobody's going to, you know, go to that contact page. You're not going to get clients. And if your clients don't think it's valuable and they're bouncing off quickly, then Google's going to recognize that as that it's not valuable and nobody wants to be on your website. So they're not going to rank you. Yeah. Google analytics is so powerful. And I don't think a lot of people who have websites actually realize how powerful it is. And right. So if you don't have Google Analytics set up for your website, definitely make sure you check it out. We will have all of the links that we've talked about today in the show notes. So if you want more information on how to get all of that set up, just check out the show notes and we'll have it all, all linked there for you. Right. 
So if someone is listening to this and they're like, I'm still not convinced that I want to spend time learning SEO, do you have any educational resources that they could take part in? Yeah, so I actually am going to be launching my one-on-one SEO coaching program in April. And it's a four-week coaching program where I walk everyone through basically what I spoke about today, but more in depth. And I actually like hold your hand and I make sure that you put in all of your copy properly, that you are optimizing your photos and your meta description and make sure that you're actually understanding what your Google Analytics traffic means as well as your Google Search Council. So if you want to sign up for that, you can go to ValerieClarkPhotography.com forward slash education. Awesome. That is so exciting. I'm pretty sure I need to sign up. So you might (laughs) see me there. (laughs) Okay. I'd love to have you there. So if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at underscore Valerie Clark underscore, and that's V-A-L-E-R-I-E. C-L-A-R-K. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I know SEO is something that can be kind of stressful, but hopefully our listeners feel a little less stressed with all of the information you gave us. Yes. Thank you so much. And they can think of me as their SEO bestie if they'd like. Yes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com.